Welcome to the Zenove Podcast. You're listening to our Business Resilience Series, where we bring to you conversations between eminent industry stalwarts and thought leaders from across the globe as they discuss their insights on overcoming challenges and the mindset that help them navigate the journey of crisis, resilience, and growth. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Zeno Podcast, Business Resilience Series. I'm Pari Nadrajan, CEO of Zenov, and you're listening to the second part of my conversation with Avanish Shahai, board member, investor, mentor for B2B SaaS cloud computing and nonprofits. Avanish expertise lie in building and leveraging the power of ecosystems and platforms to scale businesses non-linearly. In the past, Avanish has held several C-level and leadership positions across a range of early to mid-stage B2B companies, as well as tech giants like Oracle, Salesforce, ServiceNow, and Google Cloud. In the first part, Avanish and I discussed nuances of partnerships, its evolution, and why organizations should prioritize partnerships. In this episode, we'll be discussing why many companies fail to form meaningful partnership despite leadership focus and buy-in. Let's dive right in. Interest. Hey, Pari. So good to talk to you again. And thank you for having me. Excited to chat. Fun topic. Uh, great. So you've been doing this whole platform partnership for a long time and truly an industry expert. So the initial wave, it was about more technology integration. Like you said, SAP and Oracle, they have to make it work together, but the go-to-markets were not synchronized. Right now, it seems like there is a high level of alignment in go-to-markets. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, very, very interesting uh, how this is uh, evolving. Uh, yeah. And um, even though this makes a lot of sense, it's super exciting, um, but there's also a lot of failures, right? If, if 10 years ago or five, even five years ago, everybody wanted to be a platform company. You have GE come and build out FedEx and you have every industrial company say, hey, I want to be the industrial platform, software platform. Most of them f- have failed or are still struggling. Like, so why is, if this makes a lot of sense, the market is moving towards it, but why are not many companies able to replicate and make that a, you know, a key play playbook? Yeah, look, Pari, I, I, I do spend a lot of time studying the industry as a whole in this particular space. And I think there's two or three key things that need to be in place. First and foremost, it's really hard. Uh, this is not an easy undertaking, and it involves technology decisions. It involves investment decisions in people and kind of internally a lot of alignment that needs to happen across many different functions. And third, it involves a long cycle, right? Um, we gave, you know, we talked about Salesforce and, and AWS and so on. You know, in 2009, when I started at Salesforce, our business was small. AWS was even smaller, and but they committed to this. They made this part of their core strategy. And here we are 12, 13 years later, it's about a $100 billion business. So there was alignment at the top. There was alignment internally across, again, product, engineering, sales, marketing, partnership, et cetera, that this is core to the business and we're going to stick to it. So I think when, when companies try this, um, it sounds very cool and sexy. It sounds like the right thing to do, but I don't think they spent time thinking through that it's hard, that have a lot of alignment, and frankly, you got to have deep pockets 
for an extended period of time. Uh, and then finally, I think none of it matters if you don't have the right team. And mm. there's not too many people, frankly, who've, uh, like you said, not too many companies have done this successfully at scale. And what I often find is um, you have to make that investment in the right team. And the team that uh, kind of really understands this, um, there's not too many folks who've done that so far. Got it. Got it. And uh, okay. Getting into the Alliance's team itself, um, when we interview them, one of the biggest frustration for them is um, influence. If the product team doesn't listen to us, engineering doesn't listen to us, sales doesn't listen to us on both sides. And how? And it seemed like an influencing role, right? That they don't own a PNL. But what does it take to be a strong uh, Alliance's leader? Yeah, sounds like you're talking to some of the same people I'm talking to. <laughs> um, so look, it, it, I think it goes back to uh, your original question, actually, which is how is this evolving, right? And I think the old school partnerships, channel folks, really were a bit arm's length, did build too many of the relationships internally, particularly, that are critical now, right? So that question of alignment with product, with sales, with marketing, with, of course, uh, the partnership organization itself, with customer success, I would argue that the next generation of ecosystem leaders need to be, one, business leaders. They need to really understand how to make all those things come together and build a business case for why the, the partnership model or the ecosystem model is going to be successful and worthy of the investment that's required. So that's number one. Two, I think more and more, if you don't have a, a pretty solid technical and product background, your credibility with that product organization that you mentioned, with the chief product officer, et cetera, could be questioned, could be suspect. So this requires that level of engagement that says, you know, what are we going to build? What are we going to buy? What are we going to partner? And that's strategic. So they have to have the strategic mindset. They have to have the products and technology mindset. And of course, the third one is, and I think this again, um, is understanding how to measure success, how to define the metrics that this is something that the rest of the organization, whether it's the CRO, whether it's the CEO, whether it's the board, they really look at this and say, you know what? Yes, I see the impact. I see the business impact, the financial impact, the retention impact, the customer success impact. All those things that partners can bring to the table have to be well articulated, measured, tracked, et cetera. So I think that we're in the midst of an evolution. Uh, I think it's exciting, but also it does require the folks who are in this kind of function to start thinking very differently. Interesting. So they have to have business, product, and a strong operational capability in terms of measuring the right metrics and, and so on. So truly a PNL leader capabilities is required for, for an LN leader. I think so. And in fact, you have organizations now that are naming chief ecosystem officers, right? The next, the other CEO, which is cool. Uh, maybe a bit confusing, but it's cool. Uh, <laughs> but I think it is a different mindset if you have that, you know, that approach of thinking this from a kind of really a, a C-level perspective. And one of the challenges we have seen is um, conflict 
around um, the different areas. Say, for example, some of the hyperscalers have their own services organization. So when they're partnering with yep. GSI, the question is, hey, are you doing the services yourself versus, uh, you know, are you competing with us? Or if there are products which are ISVs you bring into marketplace, the product team says, hey, I have that, that feature this in my roadmap. Hey, why are you bringing that into the, into the marketplace? So you have this conflicts across different types of ecosystem partners. How, how do you think about um, managing conflicts and, you know, competition in general? <laughs> you think about it very carefully. Uh, <laughs> so look, yes, it is one of the most frequent common challenges um, in establishing these kind of ecosystem playbooks. And that's, again, why, uh, you know, when we were talking about the organizational model, having leaders and participants in the ecosystem team who can truly understand and who can articulate, you know, one, being a platform and being a platform company, I think at least in my definition, kind of requires you to be open-minded and have a sense that the reason you're doing that is because the end customer, who, who is really what matters, they have options and that they have the ability to choose among different approaches to solve different problems. Therefore, having your own offering plus maybe one or two or three you know, competitive offerings uh, that are also running on your platform is important to give them options. So I think that's point number one. But in order to do that, uh, again, the participants or the leaders of the ecosystem team need to be able to somewhat stand toe-to-toe against a product leader or a set of product leaders and define why you know, it's the right thing from a customer's perspective. So I think that's that's one. Two, it's also, uh, again, from a strategy perspective, spending time with those product leaders and really defining that build versus buy versus partner framework and roadmap. Because remember, look, we're, every organization is going to be resource constrained. So I would argue that it's nearly impossible, even if you want to, to build every possible offering for every possible scenario and customer. So having clarity and alignment on that build by partner framework helps both internally. It keeps everybody on the same page. Hey, here are the things we we know are on the roadmap. We know we're going to build. They're strategic to us. So it not be a great idea to find you know too many partners to do the same thing. On the other hand, things that are white spaces where we truly think the customer needs them, but we're for for a variety of reasons could be economic, could be skill set, could be whatever. We're not going to do that. Well, that, by the way, probably needs partners. So I think having that clarity of vision uh, is really important. And that helps. I don't think it will completely eliminate the competition, but certainly helps reduce the tension in the system. Interesting. So at some level, the alliance's leaders has to drive that conversation. Right? The product team is not going to drive that. That's exactly right. It, it is, again, I think the partner, sorry, the customer first mindset is critical. And that involves a huge number of organizations within the within your own team, uh, sales and customer success, et cetera, have clarity on that. And then two, uh, frankly, it, it's part of the alliance leader's job to figure that thing out. And what should be the, the investment CEO should think about when you think about um, building the ecosystem, right? Every everything you can have a strategy, but you don't have resourcing for the strategy. Nothing works. How do how do they think about investments? You know, you know, we know how much in a SaaS company you're going to spend X percent of your revenue on HGNA, on sales and marketing. That is metric, but is that a metric for for ecosystem? Honestly, Pari, I don't think there is a defined metric yet. Um, I think that's part of the evolution. However, I think uh, what I strongly believe 
is when you have clarity on what that ecosystem strategy and the sequencing is going to be, then uh, I'm a big believer in what we call crawl, then walk, then run, right? So make a targeted investment, you know, don't spread yourself too thin. Uh, maybe start with, hey, we need to build, you know, just to maybe just use a couple of examples, we need to build some um, APIs so that we can integrate with other technologies. So that's the first pillar. You know, the investment there is maybe a bit more on the engineering side. Yeah. It's a bit more on the developer marketing, et cetera. But that's constrained. You know, that is, doesn't require a big organization. Uh, or someone like you said earlier, you know, it could be, you know, we need a few implementation partners because we don't want to build up our PS organization. Therefore, you know, we need to make sure the product is ready to be implemented or delivered by a third party. And that, again, may require some uh, engineering investment, but maybe one partner manager, two partner managers to go recruit and onboard um, you know, a handful of services partners. I think having clarity of that sequencing and trying not to do everything at once is, is really key. And then, again, being able to define what that crawl, walk, run motion looks like and then having uh, milestones or metrics that say, look, at the end of year one, here's what we're going to be able to achieve. And, um, you know, being very, I, I'm a big believer in data and metrics. Um, so having clarity on what those metrics are, tracking those, uh, reporting back on those, tweaking things as needed. To me, that's the way you kind of start. Um, and, but if you come in and say, hey, I need 50 people out of the gate, chances are uh, that is not a, a path to success. Very interesting. And uh, thanks, Avanish. Thanks for giving us a, a great view on the evolution of platform and partnership from the client server world to the, the new AI world, the challenges faced by the companies, and really giving them a playbook, a step-by-step -step approach on how they should think about um, uh, crawl, walk, and run strategy. Uh, it, was, it was really interesting and super insightful for our audience. Thank you for your time. Hari, always a pleasure to talk to you. Really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for making the time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zeno Podcast, Business Resilience Series. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Business Resilience Series. Stay tuned for more such interesting episodes. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. To know more about Zenove, visit our website, www.zenove.com, or drop us a note at info at zenove.com. Follow us on Twitter at Zenove for regular updates on our content. Thank you again for listening to the Business Resilience Series of the Zenove Podcast.